Welcome to this week's episode of Rosé and Review. Before we get started, don't forget to check out WeaverBeaverProductions.com and follow us on all of our social media. You'll also find out tons of ways to support our new parent company and podcast, including subscribing to our Patreon. Yes, our Patreon has finally launched. Make sure to check it all out after this episode. But first, a word from our sponsor. Unless you're paying for ad-free content on Patreon, then on to the episode. Hey, before this episode starts, I wanted to give you some exciting news. I'm quitting my job and content creating full-time. I know, it's a little ambitious, but here we are. Not only will I be doing Rosé and Review, but I'm launching four more podcasts in the next couple months, so keep an eye out for those on all my social media. The other thing I wanted to note before the episode starts is that we are currently recording for Season 4 episodes, so for the next couple of weeks I'll be publishing never-before-heard episodes that were recorded quite a while ago. I apologize in advance for the crunchiness of them, but bear with us and soon you'll be getting all new content and even better audio quality. I really appreciate all the support and I'm so excited that I'll be doing this full time for you. Now, let's dive into the episode. episode of Rosé and Review. I am so excited to have my guest on this week. I think that this is your first episode. I'm so yes. excited. Uh, your answers to the questionnaire were like, great. I can't wait. Like, this is going to be a really great podcast. I'm very excited. So I'm joined by my cousin Nia, my love. Hey, boo-boo, how you doing? Hey, I'm really honored and glad to be on the show. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. So why don't you give yourself a little intro for the, the podcast audience? You know, this is your first episode, so let them know a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, I'm Nia. I am a Black cishet woman from New York. Um, I'm currently living in Dunwoody, Georgia with my husband of three years. Um, Mitchell was one of my bridesmen in my wedding and I love him, love him, love him. And uh, I'm here dealing with this panoramic the same way as everybody else. And uh, this is one of the best things that's happened to me in the last year because God damn it, with the amount of TV I've watched, I need someone to fucking go at and talk to about this shit. I'm sorry. We have we have more episodes in the wings. We're just gonna do, we're gonna record two tonight, but we're just gonna do these two. You have you will be hearing from Nia many times this season. So I'm very excited. Uh, and tonight's episode is the haunting of blind manor, which I'm excited to talk to you about because we had different opinions. Really? So, Ooh, I yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, I think we had similar-ish, but I don't know. Let's get it. Well, let's just dive right into it. So, you know, why did you watch the show? Well, I like The Haunting on Hill House. Granted, mm-hmm. it took me until Corona hit and my husband, he's looking at me, <laughs> and my husband telling me to watch Haunting on Hill House for me to actually give it a chance. But after watching it, I really liked it because of him. Yes, God, (laughs) because of him, I really liked it. And so I didn't have any issues when I saw Blind Manor come up. And I was like, okay, they've got a new one. Sure, I'm in it, I'm gonna watch it. Yep. That was what I mean, drew me to the show obviously as well. I watched Hill House when it first came out and I was like, bitch, what the fuck did I just watch? Like Hill House fucked me up. 
like it's Luke so and like all that shit. I was like, oh. And I love that um, this actress that's come up on the scene in the last couple of years, the one, the one who plays uh, the au pair and, yep. and um, the sister in Hill House. And she's yep. also love in you. Yes. I love her. She's yes. so fun. I love, I love her acting. Victoria Pedretti. Yes, Victoria yeah. Pedretti. That's the same. She's a nice, like, she's, she brings a lot of life to her characters. I love it. She really does. And that's, and that's also like, I, I'm glad you said that because I watched Haunting of Hill House and I was like, bitch, yes. Then I watched you and I was like, oh, triple yes. <laughs> right? She's back. Like, okay. And then I was like, okay, she's going to be in Blind Manor. This is going to be really great. Um, so that's why I watched it. And I mean, like, I, I'm excited for the next anthology. There's going to be a third one. Like, I think this is a really great, like, I think it's not 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 for nothing. I think it's a little bit better than American Horror Story, right? Like it's, yeah, it's no, more I get about it. right. It's about like a, a real life um scaring that happened that they're kind of making an adaptation. So I I kind of I'm here for it. Well, fun fact, weird thing. Um, did you there's this uh gosh, I wish I could remember the name, but there is this like docuseries on Netflix. And it is so it's centered around a hotel. And so pretty much the premise of it is the Hotel Cortez from American really? Horror Story. Yeah. So yes, I can't remember the name of it right now, but um, Michael, can you look it up for me? My, my husband's gonna look it up for me. And I'll tell you- <laughs> our, our, our line producer is gonna look it up for us, great. Yes, yeah, so my producer's gonna look it up for me right now. He's gonna relay the message back. Uh -huh. But uh -huh. yeah, that's a fun one. And so, I never thought too much about what AHS was derivative of, even though, yeah. you know, like with Roanoke, they're very real historical yes. drawbacks, yes. but but I didn't know. Yeah, that's a fun one. Like to find and out you know about what? that hotel and how like so many things are based off of it. I might have to go back because hotel is one of my least favorite um, seasons. Oops, scourge. <laughs> but you know what it is? I think it's that like, by the time we got to hotel, I was like, okay, Ryan Murphy's just giving us every gay character that he can give us. So I'm fucking over this. But then I got back into it in Roanoke. Roanoke was season five? Sure. I think and so. whatever was right after it, I was like, oh, I'm back into it. So I literally just skipped over hotel. I just never watched it. So I probably I probably owe it to go watch it. I definitely owe it to go watch um, it. Maybe we I do like hotel time. because I've, um, as I've gotten older, I've really gotten into gore. Yes. And oh, oh. it's um, a docuseries about the Hotel Cecil. Oh. And so it's pretty much everything that they have derived from that storyline came from stories within the Hotel Cecil. That was a, that's a fun one. Oh, so if you hell wanna, yes. Okay, yeah. please send that to me because I'm going to watch that. I've been watching okay. a lot of docuseries lately. I've been kind of into that. I don't know if it's because I'm missing real people. So I'm like, story <laughs> about a real person. What? <laughs> Anywho, let's keep talking about Blind Manor. Uh, so that's the reason that you watched it. So what... Um, so what were some major things that kind of stuck out to you from this past season? I loved, loved, loved the lady in the lake. Mm -hmm. She is by far my favorite character in the whole series. I love yeah. her story. I yeah. love how they executed her work. I love yeah. how she just stalks the Bly Manor every night. That yeah. was my favorite story that like, and it was the mystery around her at first. Yes. It's, you know, we noticed her with um, the dolls, with Flora. Yes. And stuff like that. So she was noticed, but I just think that the way they left her anonymous and then just gave us all of that story was the shit. 
Yeah, I completely agree. I completely, the Lady in the Lake was the best part of this season. And I think that is something that really stuck out with me. I think also something that stuck out with me that maybe I didn't like so much was, was, um, was is it Danny, right? Is the main character. Sorry, hold on. Yes, Danny's ex that got killed or whatever. Like that whole can't look in a mirror part really was like, okay, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love the Lady in the Lake, but that part to me, I was like, mm, I can take it or leave it. It didn't, it, it was cool when we found out like why he was <laughs> right. appearing to her as just right. the reflection in his glasses. But right. I, I really think they did her a disservice by not touching on emotionally how she developed into not wanting to marry him, questioning mm -hmm. the, like we didn't even know she was questioning anything regarding her sexuality at all. Right, right. And I was like, whoa, I didn't uh, get that I com at all. I completely agree with you. And so I think like that brings up the next question is like, what are your thoughts on this season like as a whole? Like, you know, what, what were your favorite parts, your least favorite parts, plot holes that you were like, mm, what the fuck? So like as a whole, you know, the season, I, I know you say, you know, you love the show, but like, what were those reasons? Okay, the plot holes I definitely saw in there were, um, the relationship with Peter and his family. Oh it was God. just like, okay, I get it. There was this dynamic where he felt used regularly. And, mm -hmm. but it, we didn't get to explore it because I think if we would have, we would have understood what opened him up to be the abuser that yes. he was yes. with uh, nurse, um, au pair Jessup. Mm -hmm. Jessup, mm -hmm. whatever. Yep. And, and, you know, like, why he needed to be so controlling. I think they yeah. had a lot of good opportunities to open that story up and they really only showed it in the way where he was like um, controlled at work. Yeah. It's just like, well, you also let us know that his mom and his parents are potential like abuse, emotionally abusive right. people. And like That's he was potentially killer. molested by his father. Like there was a very like. Oh, I didn't. Oh, oh. That's what oh. I was picking up on, right? Like as his oh. mom, right? When his she mom kept defend. reappearing. You know what I mean? Like no, I was getting I some serious like your dad's a molester vibe from that conversation. No, and I, I agree with you. I think that like that's the, all of those. The, that point is super valid. I think for me on this season, I Haunting of Hill House set this bar, right? There is this fucking bar. And I don't think that Bly Manor got there. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like that. I, if, if that that's my only comparison. It's not that I didn't like Bly Manor. And get, don't yeah. get me wrong, I'm here for some softcore lesbian love story. Like I'm here for that <laughs> shit. That is what is the fun. They were up, so sweet. Right? They were so sweet. But it was also kind of a, a, a turn left. And it was kind of like, what? I was like, oh, oh, they're making out. Oh, oh, <laughs> this is everything Danny needed. Okay. I had no idea. Your idea. And maybe it's that Danny didn't know either. And so we're just on this journey with her. But I was very like, as an audience member, I was like, we know oh. that that um the 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 house lady's dead. What was her name? Um, uh Hel was it Helen? Hannah. 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 Hannah Gross. Yeah, we know Hannah's been dead for a minute and that like um was it Peter is the no, who's the chef? Owen. We Owen. know Owen's yeah, making we knew out she with was a fucking Owen, ghost, like, right? So we know Owen's making out with a ghost for three episodes but you don't give us any indication that Danny's like that like, Danny you know. is questioning wait wait okay so the second time I watched it um there oh, was a reference to it 
I did. <laughs> there, I watched it because I put my sister onto it. And my sister is a hater, so she didn't like it. She's like, you said it was a scary show and it's just a love story. And I was like, no, no. Right. <laughs> but um, the episode where Danny is getting fitted for her wedding gown or her wedding yes. dress. Mm -hmm. And there's that part where the seamstress girl like um, touches her spine and she has that reaction to oh. it. I didn't even notice it the first time. My sister is the one who brought it up to me. And she was like, well, that's how I knew she she was questioning herself. And I was like, I had no, I didn't even see that. But I, I guess it was supposed to be very subtle. You know, it, and that's true because it was subtle as <laughs> fuck. Because yeah. I didn't even notice yeah. that. Like I I am usually the king of picking up on like, did you see that? She gave him a look. Like I know, but you know what? Maybe it's that I was I was I was a little bit done because it you know what it was scary but I couldn't figure out what the haunting was part of it too. And I got a little frustrated there because there was Lady in the Lake, but then there's the dead servants. The and little, then there's yeah, the, the like, little boy and the random people. Right? Yeah. So I was right. very confused on like- Curtita and Attic. Right. Like, and the, yeah, the sister with the melting face because she's being forgotten. Like there's, I think, and yeah. I, it's not that this horror story isn't real because that's what, it's based off a real story, right? So it's like, mm. you know, a legend. But it's like, wow, whoever, you know, experienced this, experienced like 15 different horror stories in one and like just try to lifetime. put it all in one as much as possible. My God, I was like, what happening? The ending was beautiful. Like that ending with the yeah. wedding and the kids and like, oh, bless. Loved it. Yeah. So cute. But there was So cute. So cute. And like, oh, and like, I love how the kids are like, what is this story about? We don't even know. And it's like about them. And you're like, yeah. And they have no idea. Yeah. None. Loved it. Thought it was very cute, but I definitely had some trouble with, I just because I felt like Haunting of Hill House was just so like, I mean, it was, I we were in it and we were fucking in it. And like till it the was, last episode, I was fucking in it. I guess they just developed the characters a little bit differently because they were a family. Yeah. And this yeah, one maybe was that's a it. collective yeah. of people thrown together to have this experience. Right. And so like, the family dynamic was the big part of why Hill House had to work, because yeah. why you had to understand why um, the two youngest kids grew up and had the problems they had, and you know. So yeah. I, I I can see I definitely <laughs> see what you're talking about with that. I definitely yeah. see that. And no, I, and, so, I, and but hearing you talk about it, I'm like, oh, maybe I need to give this a second chance and like go back and watch it again because like maybe I was just a hating ass bitch. <laughs> it's probably real. <laughs> And honestly, you know what? I, I, I think I had an unnatural attraction to Peter's um, accent. And I mm -hmm. think that gave it a little mm -hmm. bit more speed and momentum than it needed to have. <laughs> Peter is Luke, right? That's the same character. Yeah, Peter and Luke, yeah. yep. Yeah. But I, I so, like him way more with the accent. I agree, yeah. No, I mean, but Luke could have destroyed me because he was like, you know, he was he was broken. Yeah, no, he's, he needed he's somebody fine to fix and him. broken and... And uh, yeah, and he was like, I'm trying so hard. And we're like, oh my God, I'm trying with you. Right. And also what fucked me up with Hill House is that the ending, have you heard this? The theory about the ending where everyone's dead and that's mm -hmm. like them in the afterlife? Or they're, or they're, they're, like, they're all dead and they're still stuck in their room. And the only reason you know that is because there's a red candle or something. Because you know how red was the signifier? So in that last scene, there's like a red candle. I read this article. I don't know if it's true. Like, listen, let me believe whatever the fuck that's I want to believe. Yeah me right up when I was like oh, so that's I guess like Hill House kind of evolved and kept evolving I feel like when yes. I finished Blind Manor I was like okay it's done like 
Okay. You know, I, I, that's my only thing. And, you know, I really think it was, they did a disservice for <laughs> Hannah and Owen. I yes. think they had really something. And then you didn't even know until the end how much Owen actually felt for Hannah. Oh, and, and I mean, like, hello? What, right? what, what's going on? Why didn't you? But also the dysfunction that was in um, Peter's relationship with Miss Jessam was Ooh. just, it was enough to keep us sustained because yeah. he was a fucking psycho. And like, excuse me, sorry. And I think that, um, you know, he was insane with her and yeah. that whole thing. And then when they're trying to take over the kids, I was like, what is happening here? Like, and it's like, so your answer is like creepy incest? Right? Like, because technically they're brother and sister, regardless of you're possessing their bodies. Because then this gets to some of that. Did you hear about this? Like, Wonder Woman 1984, did you see it? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. So, you know how, like, she has sex with the guy or whatever? And someone was like, technically that's rape. That is rape? Right, because... There was no consent. Right? The ghost took... The ghost consented, but the body didn't. You know what I mean? Like, so a little bit is like... Technically he was possessed. And it was... Yikes. Yeah, Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there were a lot of things he did without anyone's consent. He was he was a menace. He was a menace. <laughs> Peter was a menace. He was Wait, a menace so and a murderer. That house is just full of all these fucking ghosts, right? Like, that's my other thing is like, you know, I think as a little kid, they pick up on this stuff because they're a little bit more attuned with like, yeah. you know, so they just came out of whatever void, you know, normally a vagina, but like before that, a void. You know, you know the um, birth canal. Right. <laughs> Which pre-birth canal is some void that none of us remember. Um... And so I just always feel like they're a little closer to that, you know, so they're always yeah. a little bit more attuned. So I can see the element of using the kids and like doing all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, Peter was a fucking crazy person. Also, the uncle was a mess. Like, I didn't get that because yeah. he was having an affair with the mom and dad. So but then was the uncle also the daddy? Like, that's what I didn't get. He was the little yes. girl's daddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh my God. Yeah, like, he was the little girl's daddy. Uh, and it showed it the weird. most. They never explained fully how much it was of peter possessing the little boy when yeah. he went away to school right and so is it because peter and miss jessup were torturing the little sister right. and she wrote like come the fuck home or was it that he was always possessed and trying to get home because he did mention the thing with the key and that was reminiscent of peter but yeah it was like he didn't it I, yeah Okay, I can we see, can sit here and dissect this. I think are. forever, you know, and I think that's the thing. I think it, the 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 long and short of it is beautiful lesbian love story, right? Like they got away, they got to live a life. You know, she had to die eventually, but that sucks. Yeah, she had to go be the lady of the lake, which is like Jesus Christ. Um, but that was a beautiful part of it. The rest of it, good, could have been better. You know, okay. maybe not everything but the kitchen sink. And, you know, like, let's, but you know, also not for nothing, I wanted to see more of Owen and Hannah. Like, I was about that relationship. I, two people of color, like, trying to, like, figure it out. And you know he lives with his mom, and his mom would have hated Hannah, but he didn't give a fuck. And, like, then his mom died. He's yeah. like, his yeah, mother I can be his... with Hannah. You know what I mean? Like, he was so ready. It was so sad when she couldn't go to the funeral. Because she, she knew that anything that's right after she found out right it's just like oh hannah oh no also not for nothing quickly what a mind fuck could you imagine you're like going around thinking like not not for nothing like you know sometimes i get high enough where i think about this shit but i'm like 
is this real? Is my body somewhere that I don't know? And I'm just like walking around like a fucking full ass. Are we in the matrix? Bitch. I mean, okay. First of all, I can't even go down that road right now, but yeah. Yeah. No. Since 2016, we've been in the matrix. A hundred percent. This is definitely a simulation where they're like, let's see how it plays out. And zombies are about to creep up. Throw that shit in there. Yep. Yep. Let's just sprinkle a little bit of this bullshit and then let's see what happens. Zombies are next. I got to get to go back and I'm ready to fucking go. I'll drive down to Georgia and pick you up. See, thank you. I would appreciate that because honestly, I don't have a to-go bag. We had a plan in Denver. We were going to go into the mountains, but now where the fuck do we go? We're in Georgia. Where do we go? Where do we go? Go straight to the water. Because in my head, zombies can't swim. Can they swim? Uh, Listen, I don't trust the other people on the water. This is it. (laughs) This is a recently blue state. That's fair. That's fair. I don't trust the people who have boats. I'm sorry. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you're saying. Uh, oh my god, I love you. Um, okay, so those are some good thoughts. So let's talk about uh, what was your. Well, I guess we kind of talked about this. Your least favorite part of the season, um, and what you could have changed. We kind of already went over that. Um, what were your? Who were your favorite characters, and why? I loved um, Danny's girlfriend. Can't remember her name. Viola or Priscilla? Priscilla. I think. I think it was. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. But she, Hold on. I loved her no nonsense stuff. I loved yep. Miss Hannah Gross because I love any woman, let alone a black woman, that's gonna rock a baldy. Hell to the yes. And with commitment and ferocity, mm-hmm. and her mm-hmm. colors were on point. Absolutely. I do like Miss Hannah, and also when she threatened to throw Peter in the lake by his ear for being in her her friend shit. Fuck about my friend shit. Well, and that, that's the, I think I, I've seen Han, um, Hannah, which the actress's name is Tania Miller. I've yes. seen her, yes. I've seen her in a bunch of shit. She's very famous, really? I think, in UK, in UK shows. I think she's really famous in the UK scene. She was in a show that I think you'd really like called Years and Years. Mm-hmm. It's on HBO. It's about this like mixed family in the UK. And it's basically about like the, the, it's a different simulation of like Trump wins, but then the world goes into nuclear war, um, but oh, not nice. everybody dies. It's really interesting. It's like a one mini series. There's a lot of famous people in it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. what's her face? Uh, who was drunk one time at the Golden Globes and came up on the thing with it, doesn't matter. You, you'd be watching it. She's, <laughs> oh, what the fuck is her name? I'm very interested now. I was like, who's that? Do you know Love Actually? Yes. Okay, she's the one that uh, Alan Rickman cheats on. Oh, 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 oh. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Ah, uh, the one with the, the album. Yeah. Yep, 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 with Joni Mitchell, yes. Yep. So she's <laughs> in it. She, but she, yeah, the, the, my favorite Golden Globe moment ever, and I don't like the awards anymore now because they are all fucking trifling and they don't recognize actual talent, but she came on Golden Globes about six or seven years ago, I want to say now, wasted, just fucking, with a martini in her hand. Oh, and God. the envelope and her shoes in another hand. She was barefoot on the stage. My favorite <laughs> moment. She was so fucked up. And so then she's like, you know, she they do the announcements or whatever. And she's like, and the winner is. And then she like looks at her shoes and she looks at her martini. And she puts her shoes down on the floor and then opens the envelope so she can't keep her martini. I was like, this like is listen, I have important life choices to make. And the martini is not going to be the one that yes. So she's in it anyway. So she, um, that was all to say, Tania Miller has been in a lot of shit. And I think I, I really, really enjoy her as an actress. And she 
killed this role, right? Because it was, Ooh. she died very, she was dead, I think, the whole season, right? She was dead from the moment Danny got to the... What the fuck? Okay, so maybe I do need yeah. to rewatch this. Now that I know certain things, I'm like, maybe I need to rewatch this. Because knowing that, she's fucking, she's cleaning, she's doing all this stuff. But there are weird moments where she's like, doesn't know what's happening. She's like lost and, yep, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Okay. So maybe this show's a little bit better as we're talking about it. See, this is why I love doing podcasts on shows because I did one on um, Curb Your Enthusiasm last weekend and I was like, I hate Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's trash. But my cousin was like, really? And I was like, okay. And then we talked to him. And I was like, okay, so they have some really funny moments, like blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, okay, if I could, like, if I can, I can usually I convince myself. Moment. I right? had the same moment with Curb Your Enthusiasm because, like, I guess, like, like I had this opinion that like television is supposed to be something that's filled with the most ideal amount of people. And so I really just couldn't take how sarcastic and annoying he was and like how he always chose the wrong fucking thing to do. And was such a jackass. But as you get older, you can see the humor in it a bit more. (laughs) So yeah, because Michael's the same way. I was like, I didn't really like Curb Your Enthusiasm and he made me watch it. And it was like, there's this one episode where he like is about to fall off a roof and he grabs onto this woman's stomach and like he'd been complaining about her the whole episode because she always wears like these crop tops that, uh-huh. and he's like oh well she didn't have the body for that but it saved your fucking life now didn't it <laughs> and see and i think that's why i appreciate the show when, when my cousin and i were talking about it is like we always know that larry david is the asshole and he's always in the wrong like never that, is he in the yeah, wrong it, that yeah. is true and yeah. so like you get some forgiveness around it because it's always like you're never the good person in this scenario <laughs> you're always the one everyone hates right even when he does something good it's because he's still an asshole yeah it's accidentally purely accidentally. 100% accidentally um okay before the next question let's take a quick break for our ad sponsors to give me some money When was the last time you said, damn, I can't wait to talk to my market research team? Never. Well, folks, times are a-changing, and it's 2022. How? And it's time for your research and your research team to get caught up. Hootology is a modernized market research team, helping you gather meaningful information to make your next big strategic decision. Gee whiz, if you heard that and thought, that sounds really helpful, mister. You'd be right. It is. So helpful that half of the Fortune 100s have worked with Hootology. She fancy So make sure to check out Hootology and what they can offer you by going to www.hootology.com. That's www.hootology.com. And use code B-E-A-V-E-R or Beaver to get a 10% discount on your first project. Now get out there and start doing some market research. Maybe we'll actually find out why Lovecraft Country was canceled. Capitalism. Fuck it. Fuck it. I feel like that is like, that is my (laughs) theme throughout all of my episodes. Everybody's like, fuck capitalism. It's Um, it's getting tired. That's the only thing. I'm proud of millennials for really just like jumping up, like, jumping off the wheel and being, well, what the fuck is this? Right. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this bus route doesn't make any sense. We need to rearrange like, this. What? what? <laughs> you told me that if I did this, this, and th- what the fuck is this? This 
<laughs> four years of college, I'd be set up and be able to have a house and kids by now. Where? Yeah, like I really appreciate millennials that we're all just like, like no, 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 no. We are not disillusioned anymore, you bitches. <laughs> we're fucking tired. Thank you. Um, okay, so uh, next question is, so who, which character do you think you identified with the most? And if you didn't identify with anybody on this show, um, you know, like, what do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Is it because it was British? Like, whatever. I don't remember what I wrote. <laughs> you said I didn't personally identify with anybody on this show. That's what I thought. Okay, because yeah. I was like, I don't yeah. really think I identify with anybody because one, I'm not that polite. And, I, and I'm going to be like, what the fuck is, it? if I was the nanny after they locked me in the closet, oh, that would have been a, a different Lights fucking out. moment. I yeah. don't get anybody's kids, but it's definitely going down Oh, for sure. after that shit. So, oh, yeah. Like, I just couldn't understand how so many people went silently about living their lives, knowing how much freak shit was going on in that house. Oh, right, like, it's like is everybody that the politeness knew of being from the UK. Like, what is the deal? <laughs> that is so true. Like everybody fucking knew. The cook knew. The gardener. The housekeeper. Everybody fucking knew that some crazy was shit was some happening crazy in that house. Shit was going on. And okay. no one, and not for nothing. I feel like if I was one of those coworkers, I would have pulled Danny aside and been like, "Listen, there's some there's crazy shit, shit happening. Like, <laughs> I, I got I'm trying to get a dollar, so I'm still here." I don't know what your situation is. I'm not going to pose, my, you know. How did none of them know not to walk? Like, somebody had to know not to walk around at night because there is this uh, a crazy aggressive choking ghost. Hello? <laughs> Who will choke her? Whoever. Whoever gets in her way, she'll fucking ruin. And then, like, I feel like they had to know because that wing was closed off. Right? Like, right? Why, how did that wing remain closed off? Right. But nobody said, hey, stay in your room with the door locked other than Flora. <laughs> so Flora was like, stay in your damn room at night. Just right? stay in your room. Right? Flora was the only one who looked out for Danny. She was like, Danny, I am three years old, or however <laughs> fucking old I am. I don't know how old you are. <laughs> she was very little. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was itty bitty. And she's like, listen, little little old pair, stay, stay in your fucking room. Don't, stay don't do nothing. Room at night. Don't do nothing. It's don't ask nothing. Don't look around. If you hear wait, something, shut the fuck up. <laughs> had the nerve to get mad at her. He's like, bitch, I know you were outside the room last night. <laughs> was like, I called her out, was like, no. I told you one thing. I know I'm, whatever, 17 years <laughs> old or however one I am. One fucking thing. Right? I asked you to do one thing and you couldn't come and fucking keep your shit together. Oh my God. Honestly, that's, that's pretty great. I think the kids might have been one of my favorite parts of this fucking show. <laughs> um, when, oh, no, because... The little boy I, was I, creepy. I think Flora. Flora was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah the little boy was just super aggressive. Right? And like, not that we need to talk about toxic masculinity, but like, I don't know what it is with these little boys. Right? I it don't was, know. It was, I have to believe it was Peter. It was, it had to be Peter's influence. A grown white man just inhabiting the body of this young white boy. And he's and like, he, I'm going to be able to do this in 20 years. So just get used to it. Right? I'm going to fuck shit up because I can. I was like, oh I want to drink in a fucking cigarette, bitches. <laughs> You're like, wait, what just happened? I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's just really angry that he can't get a drink right now? Okay. Um, 
Yes. So I think the kids were one of the best parts of the show as well. I also didn't identify with any character. Like I asked this question mainly because, you know, like next we're going to get into like representation and, and how representation yeah. matters and what this show does for representation. But I asked this as kind of a lead up to it. And I didn't identify with anybody either. I think this story was very, very um, niche in, in its telling. You know, it was very specific, you know, yes, there was representation and we'll definitely talk about that. And there was, I think there was for, for a show that the first episode of the first season was super white. This one brought a lot of color, rainbow, people of color. Like it brought a lot of things to us. Yeah. Um, Definitely but, way more than the first season. A hundred percent. But I didn't like, I didn't, and you know what? It's not even that I, I, you know, when I ask this question too, it's not, do you, you know, identify with the characters? Like there's sometimes characters that you're like, like if you, have you ever seen Vita on stars? No. Okay. It's really good. I'll rec- you should definitely go watch it's it. It's a show? It's a show. It's about these, these yeah. sisters living in um, Boyle Heights in California and like their mom dies and one of them comes back from Chicago mm-hmm. to like help fix the family, whatever. It's really great. There's a lot of sex in it. A lot of full frontal male nudity. It is, yeah. Um, but like I identified with the the lead in that care in that show in the sense of like she and I were very similar personality types. Like I didn't even have a personality type on this show that I was like, oh yeah, we're the same. Like no one was I on like vibing with. No one were yeah. we kind of like you know. And so, but and maybe that is what took me out a little bit on this show too. Was I was kind of like just watching it. There's just no to one, watch yeah. It, you know, you didn't like feel it. Right. feel a connection to it. I say, honestly, if there was anyone I was connected to, it would be Owen because of all those terrible jokes. Because I love a dad joke. I love a dad joke. It's the shit. I got really mad when they took uh, The Office off Netflix because that was my prime source for dad jokes. Do you need a Peacock login? Because I have one. No, no, I have one now. I have okay. one now. Oh, you gotta do is text, I was, baby. I got lots. There was like the a login. solid month where I was mm-hmm. like going through it. Yeah, you get itchy, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, no. Yep, I totally get that, and that's funny because <laughs> the Office. Oof, I'm, I'm, I struggle with the Office, but that's a totally different podcast. Um, it does. There are definitely things that wouldn't survive in time and and place, but I just love that Michael Scott's an idiot throughout the ages. And it's not like Friends, right? Like Friends didn't age well, period. Like across the board, gross, you know, transphobic. Yeah. Pam's the devil. Mm -hmm. Took me a couple times watching the season to figure Mm -hmm. it out, but she's actually the fucking worst. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Completely agree. Um, Back to Bly Manor. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, sorry right there with you and I think this is actually a good question to talk about now is there a certain character that you wish you could just hang with um or are there multiple characters that you wish you could hang with um yes Owen love Owen yeah love Hannah and I love the the um the love interest Gardner what is her I loved how um sarcastic she was with her jokes um but who did I say you said Owen and Hannah. This is perfect. You're, you're okay. exactly. You've been on, like, like, it's so funny. So for those listening, I, I sometimes I'll give the answer. Sometimes I won't, but I sometimes don't like to give the answer. So I want to see if you say something yeah. different than you wrote. Just, it's like, a, you know, actually, is that me being super just white man controlling? No. Look no. into that. Okay. No, it's so not. It's, it's about to get really dark. No, because no, I get it. Because I also am like, am I giving a completely different answer than I provided when I, when I originally answered the story because I didn't look back before we filmed. 
No, and, I, and that's why I kind of love that because I want to see if, oh, Viola, wait, who the fuck is Dolores? Why do I not see her name anymore? Danny, who Peter, who's Jamie? Dry-witted gardener. Jamie, Jamie is the gardener. Wow. That's I looked the over that several times because yeah. I was like, Jamie, I don't remember a guy named Jamie. When that no, was it's, me. it's the gardener girl. Yeah. I like her because she threatened to kill, kick Peter's ass when yes. he shook the, <laughs> when he shook the ladder. Right. Um, and Hannah and Owen, for obvious reasons, their banter is like super cute. And I'd love to like, I don't think I'd feel like a third wheel with them. I think it no. would be really cute, really fun. And also I just totally support their love story. A hundred percent. I wanted to see it be a thing. Right. Oh, like that is one thing from the show that I'm just like, could that have been real? Because then Owen goes to be a chef in Paris. Like, oh, like yes. and, and he's like, heart. come with me, come with me. Come oh with God. me. And she's I like, I can't. I was like, why not? Oh, I'm uh, yeah. dead. <laughs> oh. yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I agree. I think that's actually, that's the same answer I would have. Because there was that scene, excuse me. There was that scene when they had the fire or whatever, the first time that yes. Owen and Jane, I got a little, um, and I was like, I was watching that scene. And as I was watching it, I was like, I could be hanging out of that fireplace. Like that is fucking lit. They're getting oh. drunk. The kids are asleep. Who gives a fuck? Like, you know, the kids are kids. They're going to be fine. Like I was very much, that was one scene that I was like, I feel everything. Yeah. Different. Like you wish you could be a part of that conversation because yes. you could see it happening. Right. And you could also, definitely be a part of it. I kind of like that house was fucking obnoxious. Like, I love it. I loved it. I loved it. But I'm like, I don't understand. I guess, like, for me, I'm like, I don't understand that much space. That is, it doesn't make any sense. But, no. like, did I want it? Yeah. To be, to have the ability to be that ordinate, I don't think we'd all choose it. No. I think, you know, everybody to a certain degree loves opulence and loves yes. feeling like, they're living in something grand. So mm -hmm. I get it with that. Like, would I want to have it as like per maintenance and no. lawn care? Hell fucking no. No. Hell fucking no. Right. However, would I love to think that I could summer somewhere that has 18 bedrooms and wings? Yes. Yeah. Possibly. Right. But also that... I'm Airbnb in that shit the rest of the year. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's that house that you're like, you get like 10 friends together, you know, and you're like, we're going to have to together and then you buy it together. And then you don't talk to like five of them 20 years later. And you're like, well, <laughs> so you send a group chat to somebody to be like, can you tell them that I'm going to be there this weekend? Cause I don't want to see them. Like it's that type of thing. Like the homeowners dues are due. Yeah. Come on. Come yeah, on. I, I New phone. Who did? <laughs> um, no, I completely agree. That's exactly what I would say as, of someone I could hang with. Um, which character is your least favorite and why? And I think, yeah, I'd love to see what you say for this. It's, uh, as much as I'm sexually attracted to him, it is Peter Quill. Okay. Not Quill. Oh, gosh. Other issues. Not Peter Quill. Peter's, Peter's across the diaspora. Peter Quint. <laughs> Very close, though. Quint? Yes. yes. Peter Quint. Yes. Um, it was just, I really... You know, I, no one likes an abuser, no one likes a user, but mm -hmm. I also was so interested to find out what exactly made him that way, mm -hmm. because obviously I'm a sit, I'm a cishet woman and I've just got a soft spot for mm -hmm. these fucking bastards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, who hurt you? But right. honestly, like killing the, the au pair the way he did, right. and just his general disregard for anyone else's life 
other than getting what he wanted was truly what made him despicable. If that's not like, an allegory for rich white men in America, I don't know what it is. <laughs> there it is. Said it on Rosé and Review and also every <laughs> meme on Instagram. Um, <laughs> and everyone with common sense. Yeah. <laughs> you said Miles, possessed or not possessed, he was a little asshole. And so... Oh my God! Oh my God, yes! I forgot! Oh my God! Yes, no, possessed or not possessed, he was a little asshole. He, he really was, though. He was he a was, fucking dick. Yeah. And like, I get it. Your mom died and your dad died. Like, there's a lot going on, right? I, I don't, like, I cannot relate with you. But, you know, There was Flora's, so much questionable behavior. Right? You're right. There was so much questionable behavior between whether or not he was possessed or whether he was possessed or not. He was always just like, fucking nefarious right and like when he <laughs> killed the he killed the bird it was like for what purpose what purpose w- was that like because he he just wanted to hurt that priest and, and it makes it makes no he, sense uh, you know why i thought that because he beat up his the friend <gasps> i forgot about that oh yes shit. because yeah, okay. he beat up the friend that's what right. i it was the way he was just totally heartless about that yeah and yeah beat the shit out of that little kid did not give a fuck about his life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a he dickhole. Was a ass. He yeah, was. he was he a was little a fucking. Ass. Ass. Yeah, he was. A and I, I couldn't tell. And the fact that I couldn't tell, yeah, is why he's an asshole. Yep. Were I you possessed or not? I don't know. Uh, right, because because when you're not possessed, you're still doing some some fuckboy shit. So some I really can't give a fuck about shit. your life. Yeah. And like, and then you're always treating your sister like shit. Yep. Regardless of agree. whatever was possessing you. You're always, you know, being condescending. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you were right. I did and hate I, that. He was a fucking, <laughs> I, yeah, he was an asshole. So I think for me, it was Uncle Henry. Uncle Henry was a fucking, listen, as from one alcoholic to another one, I get it, right? Like, you know, we've you all got our fucking drinking issues, okay? <laughs> like, I get fuck it. You. Like, fuck you. Right. But drink like you literally can't leave your office to go to your home for the kids that you're taking care of. Like you have to hire five people to take care of the children and you see them once every couple months. What the absolute UK fuckery is that? But also with the knowledge that you probably are a parent. You are a biological father to it, if not both, at least one of those children. Exactly. Exactly. Like, the yep. absolute fucking bullshit of that that when i found that out because like throughout the whole thing i was kind of like oh he's super annoying but then when i found that out that i was like you're actively ne- neglecting a child that you definitely know and one that you don't know but you're pretty sure of like are you fucking serious could all possibly you, very well be right and you're all because you're fucking whatever your alter ego is fucking up your shit in your office, which also that storyline didn't make any fucking sense. Remember that when the yeah. other Henry came up around the corner yeah, and you're like, I, yeah, I wasn't really with it. It was only, it was only good by like giving us insight to the fact of why right. he's a dick. Right. But it was just also, okay, that's why he's a dick. Still don't think that's good enough of a reason. Right. You could have just done some flashbacks because you mixed in some flashbacks. Also, it isn't a good enough reason, right? Like it definitely, you you slept with your brother's wife. Look at half of America, right? They're still functioning. So, you know, I know people. Like marriages don't work out. Like people are shitty. People are shitty and that's something we know. 
I know so, plenty of brother cousins or sister cousins all over the country. Like it happens. Shit happens. That's not a reason. <laughs> that's not a reason for you to be a dickhole and leave these children in a haunted fucking house that you know, sir, he knows mm. for a fact is haunted. Like it's not yep. even like a because mm, you don't want to stay haunted. there. You don't want to stay there. You never no. go there. No. You leave before midnight because you know that fucking lake lady's gonna come for your neck. Yeah. Yeah. He fucking knew. He fucking knew. No. Oh, so he was my oh. least favorite character. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I could have hang out hung out with someone, I'm going back. I would hung, hang out with Viola because Viola was a badass bitch. She really was. She ain't take no shit. Yeah. And you know what? I get why Perdita did it. hundred percent. However, that's some weak bitch shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's I completely weak agree. Shit. You you could have like, come on now, just use your voice. You didn't have to kill her. You you know like, right? If anything, you could have slapped the shit out of her and like slapped some sense into her right? at the very least because she didn't do shit back. But right. she didn't but, do like, shit back. Tried and true. Yeah. Till the very end. She re- and she was so fucking fabulous too with all her furs and her fucking whatevers. She was and living her, that life. She was, and she, she know what smart. she. She knew she had it on lock and couldn't anybody tell her anything. And that's, that's real, she right? She used to look at her husband in the eye and just be like, you know I fucked your brother. Like, that is some boss bitch shit. You know I fucked your brother. And, and she would okay. walk away. And it's okay, because you married me. Yeah, and he's not going anywhere. He knows that he upgraded. So if yeah, she leaves it, him... It, it, he was looking at Perdita, and then when Viola came in, he was like, where the money resides, where the money resides. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I love you so much. Um, <laughs> okay, so the next question and kind of, I think this is going to be one of the bigger questions for the show because a little bit we touched on it earlier. Uh, what mm-hmm. representation does this bring to TV? And I, I I personally think it brings a lot, but I'm, I'm interested to hear like your perspective on what representation it kind of brings to TV. Um, you know, it definitely brought the representation of Jamie and Danny's love story. And I, I really do think it was beautiful. I think the way they loved each other was beautiful. The way that Jamie proposed was beautiful. I would have loved to see it develop in a more authentic way. Yeah. But I, I love that. I love that their love was um, withstanding. Yes. And Jamie like held it up all throughout the season and to the point where, you know, like in the end where you see, you think it's Danny's hand on her shoulder. And so it, you hope to fucking God it's her hand on the shoulder. Uh, where else is she going? She's not going anywhere else. She's, That's right. she's old as shit. She ain't doing nothing. She's in the bottom of like, she's not like if you can appear <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, I did I love that representation. I love that message. And I love that ultimately, even though so many people like lost their lives at Bly yeah. Manor, that ultimately it was about Danny's sacrifice and what the sacrifice of her love everything ended up being for the for the show for the story yeah that's true because her sacrifice basically saved everyone and she's a little bit it's a little bit jesus complex so like calm down it it, it is you know would we have television if we didn't have saviors come on wow (laughs) hitting me with a fucking truth bomb holy shit all right slapping my ass in the face okay i hear you um, cause we wouldn't, cause that's a big, going to be a big part of our next podcast. Like, yeah. I mean, he's on, he's on a literal cross at the end of the show. So we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Emotional. Um, Emotional. Oh girl. 
so no i completely agree i think that they definitely the representation was definitely the lesbian love and then you mm-hmm. made a comment in your your answer that said it was a little half-heartedly um which mm-hmm. i agree like it was and we've talked about this right it was like kind of like there wasn't a lot of like it wasn't a grand romance it was kind of a like oh and now they're together i mean i feel like that's a little bit how lesbians are no I let me not like say we that <laughs> we could okay i feel like we could have slightly derived that jamie was a lesbian um yeah i guess yeah i think we definitely yes they gave her in the show but still it was just like i don't know i guess i want to see more representation where it falls in line where people are unapologetically gay yeah and there's no question yeah and and there's no question and it's not a problem that's like oh oh, why are you assuming it's just like but also why not why can't this person just embrace be and fully live in whatever it is that their life's not lifestyle i don't even want to say that that's right that sounds dumb. but like right. you know like why is it that it was all it was it had to be a surprise right. that these women ended up together right no and i i completely agree with you and i think you know the only caveat to that it was it was the 1980s so like you know Fair. whatever but not for nothing there's a show out that i think you would love right now it's called it's a sin on hbo max and it's about mm-hmm. the aids crisis the aids crisis wow okay rose the aids crisis in the in the 80s in london and it's in and what it does is it shows it from a gay person a gay group's perspective so they are unapologetically gay throughout the entire series and i love it like i am obsessed but with i've it. also never seen that too much like um gay um lgbtq stories from the perspective of another another country another right? continent or Right. Yeah, so I think that'll be interesting as well because we forget that America is not the center of everything, and like 100%. almost everything we've experienced here, somebody probably experienced at an earlier date in another country. Hello, <laughs> we're, we're a so baby bad. country. We're yeah. a baby country, and I mean, like, and then you know that also brings up the fact that, like, yes, we stole this country from other people, so that's a big part. Of yeah, it. it wasn't a baby country before if we, we got consider here. where it actually started. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, no, and I think that that is a totally good point. Um, I think, you know, my thing for the representation is that, plus it was so great to not see an all white cast. I am here anytime it is a not all white cast. I am like, if it's uh, anytime there's no white people, I'm like screaming for the hills. Yes. Fuck yes. Cause I, like, how does this happen? Right. Who are the writers? Right. Can I call them? I want to see more of this shit. Somebody green light more of their shit right now. Um, and so I really appreciated that it wasn't an all white cast. What I will say is, is similar to the vein of like the kind of half hearted lesbian love story. I'm really tired of seeing people of color be the help. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I get I'm it. Sure. I yeah. get that. Like they were again, trying to be historically accurate, which is just like, is it's, it's frustrating. It's, it's we're exhausting like, to exhausting. See. It's, yeah. that is thank you thank you for that's exactly what i'm trying to say it's exhausting to see i want to be refreshed and that's why you know not for nothing i hated bridgerton i thought it was a terrible show but it was but it, it was refreshing as fuck to have some i agree with you color, I, I totally right? agree with you <laughs> right totally, because i'm like wait but i'm just like who is this watered down sophie t woman that they have in this show right. i don't want to see it you sansa light bitch go away <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, the the main fucking problem in the show is that you can't come inside a woman because you hated your daddy. Get, 
my god. What kind of like no one, bullshittery no one else is got it? me? Oh my god, I love you. Because I was like, really, really, it's this like this this deathbed promise you made. Shut up, shut up. You would you would have thought he got kicked in the balls by a I horse, right? So fucking mad. By the end of it, I mean, listen, I think it's great TV mm. in the sense of like I can turn off my brain, watch it. It's very yeah, entertaining. And you know, it's fun and it's like sexy men having yes. sex with women. Absolutely. I like that. Great. I like um We knew that I the like chubby the redhead was gonna be Mrs. Whisper Whisper Whisperton, Whisper Down, Whistle Down, Whistle Tin. Whistle Down, Whistle Down. Yeah, with yeah, that one. Like we knew she was gonna be that. And also, and was, I'm not surprised with who it was either. No. I'm not surprised. No, not even a little bit. I'm not surprised. No. Of course, the one who's carrying all the tea is a person who no one thinks about. That's what, and so and I think you and I get that, right? That that it's the chubby girl in the corner that nobody's really paying attention to. But it's like, no, no, no. But that bitch is paying attention to all y'all. She sees mm-hmm. all your bullshit. But, and I was like, you're telling a tried and true story. This is not new. <laughs> that's my this high school. That's my new. high school right there. If I had fucking... Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, so I think that's like that's to say to go back to what I was saying is it would it was that was refreshing to not see people of color be the help right they were they were the royals they were the yeah, lords that, and the ladies yeah. it was very normalized and I think this and goes queen, to what you were queen was a black woman yes and I think this mm-hmm. goes to what you were saying about the lesbian love story it's like can it just be normalized and not be such a a yeah. uh, a you're welcome it's, it kind of feels like a you're welcome like, oh surprise right well she was struggling and now you know why it's like and then also why does it have to be a struggle right like we we as gay people like we've all lived through the struggle we don't need to be reminded of it any sort of last thoughts on the haunting of blind manor anything you're maybe looking forward to in the next anthology hopefully there is one i'm pretty sure there's going to be one um and then we'll kind of wrap this episode all right. Um, number one, love needs to be in you season three. Yes. So I don't yes, care about queen. any of the other hauntings. Yes. <laughs> we need to keep love in the you series. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Also, I don't know if you watch Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yes. Prudence yes, is going to be in the new you series. Who? Prudence is going to be <gasps> in the new season of you. It's I cannot fucking wait. Can I ask a question? How did you yeah. feel about the ending of that show? Oh, terrible. Let's talk about savior complexes, right? Like a bitch save, right? <laughs> a bitch killed herself to save everybody, right? But then, you know what I hated more was that Nick Scratch killed himself so he could be with Sabrina. What kind of fuckery is that bullshit? Uh, codependent, unhealthy, and you know what? Now, good luck having dealing with that in your afterlife, bitch, because it's never right. going to forever he is there with you forever right by your side oh my god that what the fucking ending i can't um anyway yeah i hated it i hated the ending terrible terrible also that show kind of went downhill after season two but it's fine yeah yeah irrelevant podcast we're not gonna do that (laughs) um no i agree love should be in season three of you but did you have any final thoughts on haunting a blind manor um, the Haunting of Bly Manor, I love how it ended. Yeah, I did, um, did it too. I am upset that it took them seven episodes to get to that magical story Bitch. between um, Jamie uh, and Danny. Jamie and Danny and Perdita, Viola, and whoever the husband was. I'm mad that it took that long. Yep. But 
I loved the experience of having seen those episodes yes. and like it really made up for everything in my opinion. But I'm I'm a romanticist, so I love that. I love that about <laughs> you. For me, I think my final thoughts on the show are, um, you know, I'm so happy I had you on this episode, and I hope the next anthology is a little bit scarier. I think the first one was scary you as fuck. What? Like I, not for nothing. Every episode is still hard for me to watch. I'm like, I'm still like. When they killed oh, that random kid, bitch. <laughs> and she wasn't random. I know, but it was like, still it was real. <laughs> so, the first one was super violent, scary. The second one, I think they gave us this like beautiful love story. Beautiful Again, love story. Beautiful yeah. love story. I'm ready for a beautiful love story surrounded by gore. Give me some it's of surrounded that. by violence. Violence. That's all I want, especially after the fucking two years that we've had now. Because let's be real, we're not done with this panorama for another 17 months. So yeah, um, let's be real about it. Yeah. So give me some fucking movie. violence in the next one. Um, also, I want you to watch Snowfall. Okay, it's on my list because I've heard it's phenomenal. Amazing. Okay, so I'm gonna be asking you to do a podcast with me on that because I've been I've been following Snowfall's like trajectory in TV news and I'm very excited to watch it. I just haven't gotten into it yet. How they haven't gotten their their Golden Globe or their or I, I so I don't let's just okay. touch on that really quickly because Golden Globes happened last weekend. Fuck the award shows. And you know what? Did you watch the Golden Globes? No. Okay, that's fair. I will say every actor person of color called that shit out every time they did oh my god there was so many moments i miss this i miss the speeches my mom and i were watching together and she was like they don't give a fuck tonight and i was like good Um, oh okay yep (laughs) on that note thank you so much for being on this episode what a great episode i've had so much fun this is so great um thank you for having me always excited that i got to have this meeting with you yes yes uh, and I will see you all next week, Rosé and Review People. Bye. <laughs>Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you don't want the fun to end, make sure to check out our parent company's website, weaverbeaverproductions.com, and join our Patreon. Cheers, and we'll see you next week.